Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today we've got an entitled parent who worries about everything their kid does. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, bio mom asked that my friend disowns stepmom. My friend, let's call him Jake, lived with his bio mom and grandfather until he was 8 years old. His dad had no clue he existed. His dad had a long-term girlfriend of 6 years by the time Jake's mom just showed up and dropped him off. No explanations and no contact afterwards. Jake was initially hostile to his dad and girlfriend because his mom told him his dad wanted nothing to do with him until he was older. It took a lot of work, but his dad and girlfriend won him over and they raised him as their own. Now, Jake is 23 and just graduated college. He's taking a break before he starts a master's degree. His mom showed up at his dad's house out of nowhere and decided Jake needed to go with her because his grandfather was very sick and needed help. That same grandfather who was narcissistic and definitely abusive in some way. Jake told her that his dad and stepmother were his real family and they showed him that love doesn't have to come with conditions. Very cheesy, I know. She started screaming and tantruming that his stepmother wasn't actually family because they never married. It was a whole scene, apparently. Jake's stepmother showed up and told his biological mother that Jake was her son and that she would call security to get her removed. They lived in a gated community with its own security. Jake lives in the apartment above the garage. Jake's bio mom told him, it's either me or her. Jake chose stepmom and bio mom threatened him with, this won't be the last you hear from me. I found it weirdly convenient that Biomom showed up when his dad had to take a very rare work trip out of state. Jake hasn't heard from her since, and it's been a few months. Definitely a very manipulative person, but they make it very easy for Jake in this situation, coming to their safer space, being upset, raging, and saying, it's either her or me. If you're in Jake's shoes in that situation, how do you say anything other than, oh, well, I'm good where I am? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy crazy stories of entitled parents, want to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our next story is, she stranded me in a foreign country. I, 22-year-old female, have always had a hard relationship with my mom, 48-year-old female. I was taken into foster care in Canada at age 8 because of constant, almost daily physical abuse. She kept trying to end me. Despite that, I've always had a lot of love for her as she came from horrible past experiences with her own family and simply doesn't understand how to comfort, avoid conflict, or mother at all, as she did not have that herself. She never had those things, so she can't give them to me. She has always provided food and shelter. When I was homeless at 14, I stayed with her for a month and she brought groceries for me multiple times over the years. Our relationship is on and off with months of good and then no contact for months. But even when we're no contact, she'll look after my safety, such as finding places for me to stay when homeless. It's her thing. She can't mother, but she provides. My mother is from a small second world Caribbean island. She approached me to take a trip there. I agreed as it's always been a dream of mine to see how she grew up. It turns out horribly, the family house is condemnable, absolutely filthy, filled with mold and roaches. 
holes in the roof where I can see the sky, surrounded by feral dogs, one of which bit me. The worst part is the addiction in the neighborhood. Men constantly roam the neighborhood extremely high off of hard drugs, slurring their words and following you asking for money for drinks or trying to hit on you. It was terrifying. I refused to go back to visit any family in that neighborhood due to the safety issues. Fast forward to two days into the trip and she kicks me out of the house we're staying in. We had an argument about her not yelling at me and she packed my bag. I was given the option of the family house. She knows I'm scared of going there. I could never go there without her. So I was stranded. She gave me no money. So I hitchhiked into town where I got Wi-Fi, got an Airbnb and hitchhiked out of there. I then had to deal with having no currency, no way to change my money, no bus fare, no food, no drinking water. I had to beg locals for help. A lifeguard gave me 20, food and a bottle of water which literally saved my life. My mother's family has been reaching out on her behalf to see where I am. I've already blocked her on everything. Am I wrong if I don't respond? She put me in the incredibly dangerous situation where I was penniless, no water, no food, and a country that I've never been before that's nothing like North America at all where I had to beg strangers for help. She doesn't get to have any idea of where I am or if I'm safe after the position she put me in. If she wanted to know that I'm safe, she shouldn't have done this to me. Our relationship has never been good, but she's always looked out for my safety. So I never thought this could be an option and that's why I came here with her. Like yeah, we argue, but this is a different level. Maybe it's petty to have her worry. This has been so crazy and confusing I don't know what to do. I'm scared. Any advice is greatly appreciated. Edit, I'm still in the country in a rental. I have my passport and ID. I had a round trip ticket booked for a 10 day stay. My mother has the ticket as she booked it. I heard that for a round trip flight back you only need your passport and not the ticket as it should be in the database electronically. So I would just go with my passport and ID and they'll use that to pull up the ticket. If anyone has done this, please let me know. But my worry is her canceling the ticket so I cannot use it. If that happens, I'll have to buy a ticket. Needless to say, this has unlocked a new fear for me where if I ever travel abroad, I need to make sure that I have the capability of buying a whole new ticket or else have I really planned all the way through about going to a foreign place? I don't know if the embassy would help you in this situation or not, but I think that would be probably worth a try. I mean, beyond that, I don't know what other option you would have. Try to get in contact with some other family or friends that might be able to help you out. Our next story is, my family situation continues to get worse, and our moving out plan might be cancelled due to sudden changes in plans. I wish my last post on here was my last one. I really do. I want to remove myself from the household and be with my partner, but he's currently traveling at the moment. I wanted to go with him, but my work schedule and the sudden loss of staff members at my job has created another problem, so I'll be doing some more shifts. The good part is that I won't be home. Before I begin, I released that I didn't specify something in one of my previous posts. I mentioned that I listened to music and danced around in private, and I forgot to mention that I do have headphones that I use when I listen to music, so it won't just be blaring loudly out of my computer and or phone. Anyway, onto the post. A few days ago, my brother got home from school and he was kind to everyone except me. When everyone asked how school was, he said it was great, but when I asked him, he very aggressively told me it was good and told me to stop freaking staring at him. This progressed through the afternoon with him trying to start fights and telling me to freak off every time I tried to interact with him. At night before I went to bed, he barged into my room and told 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that after finishing a small questionnaire will match you with a licensed therapist where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Told me to shut up and go freak myself. I tried telling him to please not start any fights, and I tried asking him to stop abusing me and treating me like crap. His response hurt me. He said, if you don't like me abusing you, you should shut up and freak off, before he cruelly told me to go to bed and that he hopes that I don't wake up. The next day I decided to have a conversation with him, as I thought it would be a good way for us to find a common ground and move on, and thus make the household safer. Throughout the day, he tried to inconvenience me as much as possible, and ignored me whenever I tried to speak, or told me to shut up. I tried to have a conversation with him, and he eventually let me. I sat down with him and took an indirect approach at first, and later switched to a direct approach as the conversation continued. All throughout the conversation, he called me a liar and labeled me as the abuser. He told me to bring up evidence of him physically and verbally abusing me, which I did, but that didn't stop him from calling me a liar and abuser. It turns out I've wasted my time with that conversation, as I tried to speak with him and let him know about the impact his abuse is having on my life and the life of our family, and how just avoiding his responsibilities and refusing to change his ways aren't a good way to continue. He also told me that he doesn't love me and that he won't apologize for anything he said last night. I provided evidence of him telling me to end myself and saying that I don't belong here, but even that didn't stop him. According to him, I love seeing people in pain and causing drama and that I'm innocent. I'm not innocent. I've done some terrible things in my past I'm not proud of, but I took responsibility for those things and atoned and provided closure to the ones I'd wronged. At the very end of the conversation when I tried to leave, he swung out his leg and kicked me. So I kicked him back. I called him an abuser and he screamed at me calling me a freaking liar. 
I'm out of ideas. I don't think I can try anything else. I've done all I can to mend this relationship, and I'm the only one who's trying. I'm thinking about giving up. Yesterday when I got home from work, and as soon as I got back, my brother tried starting something with me, and trying to overwhelm me as much as possible. After I finished my dinner, I went back to my room. When I was trying to relax, my brother came in and began berating me and telling me that he was so sorry that my parents had to put up with me and that he didn't learn anything from the conversation and called me selfish for talking to him earlier. The entire time, I was calmly telling him to leave and made it clear to him that I was feeling unsafe, but he wasn't listening. I even told him that I have nightmares about him hurting or ending me and he said that it's my problem that I have these nightmares. After swearing at me some more, he kicked my door. I stood up and walked over to close my door, but he assumed that I was following him, so he stomped back over to me and punched me. I felt my legs go numb and they felt like jelly, and I put up my arms to block him if he tried punching me again. He saw this and gripped my arms tightly and forced them apart. I screamed at him to get off me, which got the attention of our father. He began yelling at the both of us and calling me pathetic for crying and telling me that I was forcing my tears out and putting on a show. I tried telling him that my brother physically harmed me, but he wasn't listening. Since he didn't see it, it didn't happen. My mother then showed up and threatened to put us both outside, and then put us on either sides of the house. My father even got in my face and said, freak you, way too many times, and kept telling me that I wasn't trying and putting in effort. At the very end of the conversation, I found my will to live fading. That night, after everyone fell asleep, I tried calling up one of those phone services for someone to talk to, but my brother overheard my conversation even though he was meant to be asleep and banged on my door, screaming at me to shut the freak up. As for today, he tried starting things as soon as I woke up, even throwing things at me when I walked in his general direction. I had another work shift, which was long, tiring, and filled with rude customers. One even tried to start something with me when they saw me packing up to go home, even though my register had a closed sign. My freedom and safety at home was short-lived, as my brother came home shortly after me. He went straight to my room and began berating me again, calling me pathetic and telling me that I don't deserve to live. He then left me alone for a few more hours and then started again when we were all eating dinner. Apparently, I got excited over the new Sonic Generations X Shadow trailer, and he began telling me to shut the freak up repeatedly, and I ate my dinner faster and left, listening to him scream at my family and defend his actions. I didn't hear the rest of the conversation as I was at the other end of the house and brushing my teeth. I'm worried it's going to get worse, and I'm making more plans to move out and browsing cheap rental locations in my area. I just want to get out of here. I've tried all I can. 100% the move for OP is to get out of there. They're not addressing anything as far as the family goes. I think considering how much enabling is going on here, it is only going to get worse. I hope someday they realize how badly they dropped the ball here and how badly they enabled that kid, but they'll probably still deny it even when a kid like that grows up to land themselves in jail. Our next story is, entitled mother showed up to my door and tried to break into my home. She assaulted me and I had to defend myself. Now she's making herself out to be the victim. Edit, I have cameras and got everything on video. So to get you all up to speed, I'm going to give you a rundown of my situation. I went no contact with my mother back in October. She threw a tantrum about her husband not being invited to my Halloween party. The reason he wasn't invited, he was abusive to me my whole life. He SA'd me for two years. 
he was physically, emotionally, and verbally abusive as well. He's a sociopath. He doesn't give a crap about who he harms or anyone else's feelings. He's a predator, and that's why I'm protecting my child from him and my mom. I went no contact with my mother's husband two years ago, almost. I went no contact in May 2022 when I found out I was pregnant, and I moved in with my husband shortly after. My mother tried extreme methods to get her way. She had sent me fake custody papers in the mail to try and scare me. Her husband came to my door yelling and demanding to see my daughter. He yelled and cursed and kicked my door, which I got with my ring doorbell camera. He was arrested by officers for not leaving and for threatening them. They have been non-stop trying to confront me. My mother even showed up to my husband's job and caused a scene. So that's the rundown of the whole situation. So my mother came to my door this morning when my husband just came back from his overnight shift at his job. She banged on my door and my husband answered it. For context, this situation was all caught on camera. I have cameras outside my apartment door and I have one in the house pointed at the door. My husband told her that she wasn't welcome here. She yelled at him and said, I want to see my daughter. She's been ignoring me. I'm her mother. She has no right to treat me this way. I was instantly irritated. I told my husband to go to the back room with our child. I walked to the door and blocked her from getting inside. She was yelling and screaming at me like a crazy person. She threw a tantrum because she found out about my daughter's party and she wasn't in. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Invited. She said it wasn't fair. She demanded I let her in my house to see my daughter, who for some reason she calls her daughter. It's creepy and weird. She tried to bulldoze her way into my house. I tried to shut my door and she pushed against it. I was flung into the wall so hard it left a hole in our drywall. I had bruises on my forearm. I screamed at her to get out. She shoved me and I saw red. I punched her in the face so hard that she flew back. I managed to get her out of my doorway and we shut the door and locked it. My husband called the police. She was arrested for assault and for attempted breaking in and entering or whatever they'd call it. Now she's telling every one of my Facebook friends a fake sob story and claimed that I assaulted her. Even with the camera footage of her assaulting me, she is still lying. I press charges. We are moving when our lease is up in April. We will be moving into a house with my husband's dad for safety reasons. Am I wrong for punching her? I really didn't want to punch her and I feel awful that I did. I was defending myself, but I still feel like it could have been handled differently. I need advice on moving forward and what other precautions I can take. So 100%, if it's a place where you can get something like this, restraining order. Step 2, you even as much as see them coming, call the police. And in this circumstance, considering they're literally trying to barge into your apartment with zero permission or true reason to be there, I don't think OP was out of line for punching her. I mean, it's all around just self-defense. This next story is, my mother hit a diagnosis I got in 1991 to keep me sick. I am 37 now and disabled, and I just found out she knew the whole time. Had I had proper help, I could have had a normal life. This post is all over the place, so bear with me. 
I just found out that I have mast cell activation syndrome. All my life I was a sick kid, kept inside and missed out on so much. Everyone thought my mom was making me sick for attention, but turns out she was keeping me sick for attention. I was always covered in hives, often kept out of school for long stretches of time, even when I felt fine. My parents would never take me to the doctor when I needed it as a kid. Every little cold I had turned into pneumonia, like I never just got over a small cold easily. Yet there was a magically endless supply of pain pills and Ritalin, so she went to the doctors for herself. I'm pretty sure she was sleeping with one of the doctors to get oxy, but I digress. My grandmother would try to get me help, as would my older sister, but my parents often won. I also had untreated scoliosis, that's progressed into kyphos scoliosis now. I was supposed to have corrective surgery as a kid, but she opted out. That being said, I had a lot of back pain as a kid, but I was just fed pain pills and codeine syrup and told to tough it out. I am totally sober now, but as a teen into my early 20s, I was hooked on pills thanks to her, but I'm going off topic. My husband and I have been searching for a diagnosis for well over a decade. I've been gaslit by so many doctors and told I was fine, told to just drop some pounds and I'd feel better. My husband and friends suspected it was something autoimmune like lupus. Lately, I've become allergic to the sun, ever since August 2023. I had this issue as a toddler and randomly in middle school as well, seems to come and go, but I'm trying to keep track of all of the things that make me flare, but I finally have answers. I just got them in a really messed up way. I reckon my mom is close to death and I guess is feeling remorse because she just told me that I was diagnosed with mast cell instability in 1991 when I was a child at Johns Hopkins University in Baltimore. I am 37 years old now. 37! She knew this whole time. I now have a slew of health issues, a crumbling spine, crippling migraines, vision issues, urinary issues, reproductive issues, early onset osteoarthritis and osteoporosis. I'm an artist who can barely create art anymore because of the arthritic pain in my hands. Doctors say I have the spine of an 80 year old. Perhaps if I had proper treatment or even knew about this, I would have been able to be proactive and have a normal life. It would also have been cool to have doctors listen to me so I could have found this out earlier, but maybe that's me trying to make excuses for not blaming my mom. I can't have kids. I can't have a career. I can barely walk some days. I just don't know how to digest this. Granted, my mom is a pill addict in poor health, and I guess this was a moment of clarity for her, but why now? Why watch me spend thousands and years on doctors when she knew all along? Did she genuinely forget? It seems kind of freaked to forget your toddler being diagnosed with a rare disease at a famous hospital. My dermatologist who's helping me with my son allergy said, It makes perfect sense. But where do I go from here? All these years I was just supposed to take a crap ton of antihistamines? Just a few pills, vitamins, steroids, and maybe some shots and I could have had a normal life? I don't quite know the treatments for mast cell as I just freaking learned of its existence. But I'm currently learning all about it and I'm on a crap ton of antihistamines from the dermatologist. I am so angry and I feel so stupid. I'm so hurt, yet I still feel guilty for feeling mad at her because she's bedridden and probably going to die soon. All these health issues I had I thought were separate, but they're all from mast cell. My therapist years ago said I was a victim of Munchausen by proxy via medical neglect, and I didn't want to believe her, but I surely do now. She took my life from me. 
Granted, she has a slew of untreated mental health issues and had a life of trauma, but instead of getting help, she did this to me? I guess I really am the product of generational trauma. Her reasoning for not taking me to the doctors as a kid was, I was a very hyperactive and hard to deal with child, and running to and from doctor's offices was too much. She also said that it wasn't a big deal because sometimes the symptoms and hives will go away. But that's the freaking disease. It comes and goes. It has flares. She also says how dare I put this guilt on her now. I also am dealing with a fairly new ADHD and ASD diagnosis. That also makes a lot of sense. Mast cell and autism often go hand in hand, I'm told. I'm just so hurt and confused. Even as an adult, it still hurts to know that your parents don't give a crap about you. My sister says I should go no contact with my parents because of this recent discovery. She already has because our father is abusive too, but that's a whole other story. But I don't know how and I feel guilty because she's probably going to die soon. I still feel this guilty duty towards her. She pulls me in somehow. My sister said she's a true narcissist. My brother-in-law says I should sue, but my parents already have such a horrible life now, it wouldn't matter, and it would just cost me time and money. I don't understand why anyone would willingly have kids to just not give a freak about them. I also reached out to an old family friend that worked at Johns Hopkins in the 80s and 90s, and she confirmed it's true, but she says I should try to find some old medical records. They're probably on microfiche or something. I don't even know how to start that. Part of me feels stupid for sitting here feeling sorry for myself, but I don't know how to feel right now. Anyways, thanks for reading. I would imagine there's a decent chance that this place might still have those files. It's worth a shot to try to call whoever or look around or even have your doctor try to contact someplace and see if they can get those records. Honestly, I think if I were in OP's position, I wouldn't just feel bad and negative towards my mother, very understandably so but also all the other people, including teachers or principals, who surely had to at least marginally be aware of what was going on. I mean, even friends and friends' parents, who kind of just turned a blind eye to why this kid was missing so much time at school, just assumed the mom was taking care of the situation appropriately. Maybe that's unfounded and misplaced, but I feel like that's where my head would be at as well. Our next story is, my mother is worried about everything I do and doesn't want me to be independent. I'm a 20-year-old male and have started university, so I live in a different city in my girlfriend's apartment. My parents' house where I used to live, I rarely visit because I just can't stand my mother's behavior. My mom has always been worried about me, but I never really worried about it until last summer when I got my first girlfriend and started living with her in her parents' house more frequently than my own house. We spent the whole summer together at her parents' house until December when we both moved in the new apartment. My mom out of nowhere started arguing with me that I would not finish school, that I will stop training and lose all my muscles. I have the highest grade in my class and don't even study and now she's worried about me passing and I train almost every single day and she keeps commenting that I look skinnier even though I haven't lost any weight. She even keeps telling me that I shouldn't have gone to the other city and stay home because my life would have been easier. But I don't want easier. She has always done everything for me and never allowed me to clean, cook, or do other things. She's always asked me useless questions, and with who and where I'm hanging out. She allows me to go wherever I want and has never grounded me, so I have freedom in that sense, but she just keeps terrorizing me. I have to lie, so she asks less questions. I love my mother, but she just does too much for me. Maybe I seem ungrateful, but I want to be independent. My girlfriend has taught me a lot. 
how to cook, how to clean, and I'm making appointments without my mother. Now my mom calls me almost every day saying I need to speak to her, or she's worried and can't go to sleep, but when we call, she keeps asking the same dumb questions, and I just hang up sometimes. She on multiple occasions tells me that my girlfriend doesn't love me because we don't act like she did with my dad, and she tells me my girlfriend is a spoiled brat and doesn't like my family because we aren't as rich as her. And every time I tell her it's not true, she keeps talking in her place like she knows my girlfriend. My girlfriend got mad at her and how she treats me and said she doesn't want me to see my mom until she starts acting normal. Which hurt a little because I love my mom, but I understand my girlfriend and I love my girlfriend even more. My mom keeps asking me for pictures of random stuff. For example, how my table looks and if she doesn't get the pictures, she'll be worried and can't fall asleep. She even calls me instead of texting because she thinks hackers are texting in my place. She's had surgery before and takes medications if that helps, but she'll tell you all of her symptoms if you talk to her and won't even let you speak. She stalks the people I hang out with. She found out everything about my girlfriend's family and wants to meet them, but they aren't interested. I told this to my mom and she got angry and sad, acting like a victim and said she won't be attending my wedding if she doesn't meet her parents. I'm not even planning on marrying soon. She wants me to do things her way, but I always decline and stand my ground. Next time, she forgets that and starts asking me to do things her way again, no matter how many times I ask her. Most recent incident was when I told her I needed a table for my apartment and she said she would buy it. I told her not to build it, I can do it myself. The next day, she's smiling and shows me the table fully built, says that I'm not intelligent to build it myself. I got angry because now I have to move this table 7 floors and I wanted to build it myself. My girlfriend told me I should stop being a wuss and just ignore her calls and not visit her until she finally understands I'm a grown man. I can't just cut her off like that. I don't have a job and my parents finance me. My girlfriend's parents also finance her. I can't be 100% independent until a few years later when I have a job and finish university. I always keep wondering if I'm a bad son. I hang up on her, ignore her, and she acts all sad, wanting her son back, but I just want to be independent. What are your thoughts? Any suggestions? And please share similar stories. I mean, the real problem here is OP's continuing to be dependent on her. Until OP's no longer taking any money from her and is working their own job and can support themselves, there's always going to be a major fundamental issue providing her a platform to exert some kind of attempted control over you. Probably a bit of separation anxiety mixed into that as well. This next story is Vent. Why can't mother-in-law keep her mouth shut about our baby news? In fairness, this is old news for me now, but I'm still annoyed about it. I'm 28 weeks pregnant, and my partner and I told our parents early on when I was 5 or 6 weeks pregnant. My parents were over the moon. Mother-in-law, however, seemed uncomfortable. She's since come around to the idea, but this didn't stop her telling everyone before we got the opportunity to, and when we were ready. My partner's siblings, her friends, people I don't even know, her neighbors, all after being told, we aren't telling until after our first scan on the 13th of October. Please don't say before then. There wasn't a soul in her phone book who didn't know. My parents, on the other hand, respected our wishes. Fast forward to picking names. My parents know our daughter's name. I trust them and they won't tell anyone. But because my parents know, he wanted mother-in-law to know. I told him how hesitant I was after her telling everyone we were expecting before we were ready, but he said it was only fair. I could see his logic, but I was still hesitant. So we tell her. 
and tell her not to tell anyone, even family, until after the baby is born. And she does the same again. She tells everyone, and she feeds back how many people think the name we've picked is very pretty. My tongue is covered in bite marks from dealing with this woman. Why can't she keep her mouth shut? I get she's now excited, but she's been asked to keep it quiet. Why is that so hard? My question is, why isn't OP more upset with their partner? Because clearly OP warned them this is exactly what was going to happen, and they said, no, we gotta tell her. Come on, it's only fair. I would just be so livid with them right now. I literally saw the car heading straight for us, and you told me, saw the double white line, can't change lanes. Guess what the outcome was? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.